Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I am the creator of the Tarot Masterclass and the author of the Tarot Coloring Book. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode five of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is caring for your tarot deck. We're going to talk about how to keep your deck in good condition, plus how to get rid of icky vibes. So let's begin. So before we start talking about caring for your deck, I want to take a moment to talk about how to break in your tarot deck. Some people like to take a new deck and bless or consecrate it. Now this could involve a ritual with candles, incense, prayers, you know, that sort of thing. Or it could be as simple as putting the deck under a crystal to charge it. In her blog post, How to Bless a Tarot Deck, Brianna Saucy says this, the first thing I like to do is cleanse my tarot deck. Some people see this act as removing negative vibes, but I don't personally ascribe to that view. Rather, I see it as an act of welcoming the deck home and also consecrating it as a talisman for my use. Brianna Saucy goes on to give a ritual in that post that you might want to check out. You can find the post at briannasaucy.com and you're going to want to search for how to bless a tarot deck. It's a great post and I think it's going to give you some really good and simple ideas on how to bless your deck and really, again, like she says, welcome it home. Now, while I feel that that is not necessary, you might also find that you enjoy these types of rituals. And if you view tarot as a sacred tool, you know, this might help you to make a spiritual connection to your deck. So what's my method? Well, my method is actually very simple. What I like to do is I like to work with the deck for a while until I feel it's ready. I call this seasoning the deck. During that period, I'm the only one who touches the deck. And what I'll do is I'll shuffle it often and, you know, do a lot of readings for myself with it. Uh, or sometimes I'll just sit around and just shuffle the deck. You know, it's like I'm really trying to make my connection to it. Sometimes the deck is ready within a few days. But usually it takes a few weeks of regular handling before I feel that I am thoroughly connected to that deck. Once I feel that, it's ready to be put to use with my clients. Okay, so those are simple ways on how to get your deck ready. But now that we've covered that, I'm going to give you some general guidelines for taking good care of your deck so it lasts. So when you're not using your deck, you might want to keep it in a tarot bag or a box. It really is as simple as that. A bag or box will protect your deck from, you know, the elements or uh, spilling a cup of coffee or from cats trying to get at it. Or, or if you've got a dog who likes to bite things, you know, you're certainly going to want to make sure that your deck is put into some kind of a container to protect it. Now, some readers like to say that you should use a silk cloth or a wooden box. But you know what? Really, any bag, cloth or box will do. You can use a scarf, um, or if you're like me, I've got a whole bunch of different ones. I have knit bags, cotton bags, silk ones. I've got a cool leather case, and I use that one when I'm on the road. You know, so you want to pick anything you like. There are no rules. What you want to make sure it's something that appeals to you and something that is going to, again, protect your deck. Now, another thing that I want you to think about is the cardstock. So, if your deck is made on really thin cardstock, and there are some decks out there that are, you might want to refrain from letting other people touch your deck. Here's why. Thin cardstock right off the bat means that your deck is vulnerable for worn edges and tears. 
You know, I've had decks like that, and even if I'm the only one who touches it, the deck doesn't have good staying power. And I want to use an example, too. Uh, I had one deck that I really loved. It was a gorgeous deck, but it was made on really flimsy paper. And uh, I actually risked, risked that deck by allowing a client to use it. And she ended up destroying that tarot deck in one setting. I'm not kidding. She was that aggressive with her shuffling. So if you have a deck that's made on really poor cardstock and you want it to last, you know, it's going to be better to keep it to your own paws than risk allowing someone else to destroy it. Now, better yet, what you want to do is try to buy decks that are made with good cardstock. I cannot emphasize this enough. U.S. Games and Schiffer make decks with excellent cardstock. And many independent publishers, such as the Fountain Tarot, are also made on really sturdy cardstock. If you want a deck that's going to be around for the long haul, really check that cardstock because it's going to make the difference. And again, if the deck is on really crummy cardstock, then you're better off keeping that deck for your own personal use. I also want to add this too. Other people touching your tarot cards is a matter of preference. I've said this before. You know, you don't need anyone else to touch your deck but you to deliver a stellar tarot reading. Most tarot professionals this day and age work over the phone or email, which means the client isn't even touching those cards. And they are continuing to deliver great tarot readings without anyone touching it. So if people assume they need to touch your deck in order to do a good reading or get a good reading, that's actually not true. So one more tip about caring for your deck. If you read for a lot of people like I do, you may want to switch your decks up from time to time. This is going to extend the life of your tarot cards. And by the way, sometimes switching it up and using a different deck is really good for you anyways, because it helps to make sure that your tarot brain isn't getting lazy. So that's another little tip I like to share. All right, so now let's talk about clearing the energy of your deck, because this is important too. Yes, decks can feel worn or low energy or burnt out, especially after a long day of reading. So here's what to do. At the end of the day, like any tool, you want to put your deck to rest, which means putting it back in the box or the bag. You may want to choose to put a crystal on top of your deck because this can recharge it. And when the deck is resting, we want to let it rest for a good long time. So, you know, I highly doubt many of us are going to be waking up in the middle of the night to fiddle with those cards. So at night, my deck is, it's put to rest. I don't get, I don't go and fiddle with it any longer. I leave it alone. Giving the deck time to rest is really important. Now, at the end of the day, I know some readers who like to smudge their deck. So this could be another way to remove energy from the day's reads. And you can just get a simple smudge stick or some incense that you like. I like Nag Shampa, by the way. And you just light it and you pass your deck through the smoke. Easy peasy, cleanses the deck. Deck is going to feel really nice and recharged. Another good tip that I like is to bathe your deck in moonlight. Now this is especially good during a full moon. So what you do is this. You put your deck in a window where it will catch the moon's rays. And then you simply let it sit all night. Now I love doing this every so often. And what I do is I like to supercharge my deck by putting a moonstone on top of it. You know, many tarot readers, myself included, swear by this moon bath. Anytime I use it, I tell you, and this may sound a little bit goofy, but my deck always feels really refreshed. So 
try a moon bath. I think it is fabulous for your tarot deck. But here's my favorite thing that I like to do when my deck feels really burnt out. I put it back in order. Yep, that's it. I just simply put it back in the original order. So that would be the fool through the world for the majors. And the minors are going to be the ace through the king for each suit. It's super simple. And what it does is it feels like it's rebooting a computer. Every time I do this, my deck always feels energized and recharged. It is my absolute favorite and most simple method for getting my deck cleansed, recharged, and rebooted. So that's it. We covered how to care for your deck and how to cleanse the energy. Follow these tips and your deck will remain in good working order. So this wraps up our episode of Tarot Bites. And you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory courses for tarot newbies. I've got a tarot coloring book, a tarot masterclass if you're ready to take your tarot skills to the next level. I've got hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other goodies for you to scope out. Enjoy. Also, if you like this little podcast, please leave a good review over at iTunes. This will help more people find their way to Tarot Bites. So thanks again for listening, and have a beautiful day. And a gentle reminder, always pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day. Let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. As I always say, the tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. <laughs>